Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is, Why Did This Happen? Let's pray. Father, we come today ready to receive from your precious word. We put aside preconceived notions about who you are, and we listen to your word, Father. We want to know more about you and what you think. We want to just put aside everything that we think that doesn't align up with your word, Father. We want to think like you and help us, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, folks, you're going to talk today about this topic. Why did this happen? I heard a news report not long ago about a true event that happened a few years back, and sadly, a young person was murdered. It is so sad when people are killed, especially younger people, and I don't want to minimize that sadness of an event like that. But you know, the family sued and got millions of dollars, placing the blame for the murder on the authorities that they believe should have prevented the murder. That got me thinking about the days we live in now. The majority of the world wants to blame someone else for the situation that they are in. Well, my great-great-grandfather was mistreated, so that is why I am like I am. Or a new one, the NCAA transfer portal, it's the coach's fault that I didn't have a good year, or my teammate's fault, etc., I'm going to a new school where they appreciate me. Wah, wah, wah. We are living in a generation with many spoiled brats, like the Bible told us would happen in these last of the last days. The majority are lovers of self. Getting back to this sad story about the murder, based on the lawsuit and the award of millions of dollars, it apparently wasn't the murderer's fault. It was basically the authorities and law enforcement's fault. After all, someone needs to be blamed, right? We live in a society where the blame game is routine. People say, it's not my fault. But if we go to the Bible, the Word of God, we can find out a lot about why things happen. For example, let's go to John 10.10a in the Amplified Bible. It says, the thief comes only in order to steal and kill and destroy. Folks, the devil is looking for people to steal from, to destroy or kill every day. So we have to be watchful not to open the door to the devil. Luke 22:31 in the Amplified Bible says, Simon, Simon, Peter, listen. Satan has demanded permission to sift all of you like grain. 1 Peter 5, 8 in the Amplified says, Be sober, well-balanced, self-disciplined, be alert and cautious at all times. That enemy of yours, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, fiercely hungry, seeking someone to devour. My friends, we have to be alert at all times. The devil wants to devour someone. And we open the door sometimes and let the devil in. So back to the sad story. This young person opens up the door to Satan, first out partying at the bar with a friend. And they give their phone number, maybe being drunk, but at a minimum at one of the devil's favorite hangouts, the bar. And so they give their phone number out to this person at the bar. There is scripture after scripture about the evils of alcohol. So why do people open the door? The flesh is weak, 
and many people ignore the warnings in the Bible about alcohol. Look at Lot's life. His daughters got him drunk to have sex with him. The devil loves to combine alcohol or drugs and then get people into sexual perversion or sex outside of marriage. Let's read John chapter 8 in the Amplified, verse 3. Now the scribes and Pharisees brought a woman who had been caught in adultery. They made her stand in the center of the court. Ten straightening up, Jesus said to her, Woman, where are they? Did no one condemn you? Eleven, she answered, No one, Lord. And Jesus said, I do not condemn you either. Go, from now on, sin no more. Let me read that last part again. From now on, sin no more. My friends, Jesus loves sinners and hates sin. He told the woman caught in adultery to sin no more. Most of society today would tell people that there is no sin, or that is not sin anymore. But the Bible is very clear about sexual sin. Let's read John 5.14 in the Amplified. Afterward, Jesus found him in the temple and said to him, See, you are well. Stop sinning, or something worse may happen to you. Folks, if we ignore Jesus and the Word of God, including sexual sin, we open the door to the devil, and something worse may happen, including death. We can blame anyone and say it wasn't our fault, but sin produces destruction and sometimes death. Genesis 1, 27 and 28 in the Amplified. So God created a man in his own image. In the image and likeness of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. 28, and God blessed them, granting them certain authority and said to them, be fruitful, multiply and fill the earth and subjugate it, putting it under your power and rule over, dominate the fish of the sea, the birds of the air and every living thing that moves upon the earth. My friends, God created male and female for sex only within a covenant godly marriage and then to be fruitful and multiply. People can say it's okay to have sex outside of a godly marriage between a man and a woman, but they open themselves up to the devil and his plans to steal, kill, and destroy. Hebrews 13, 4 in the Amplified, marriage is to be held in honor among all, that is regarded as something of great value, and the marriage bed undefiled by immorality or by any sexual sin, for God will judge the sexually immoral and adulterous. Folks, marriage between a man and a woman is held in high honor by God, including the marriage bed. So back to this sad story. The young person is out partying in one of the devil's favorite hangouts, the bar. And then they give their phone number to someone there. And guess what? Sex outside of the marriage covenant. And instead of repenting to God, turning away from that wickedness, the sexual relationship outside of marriage continues on and on. And the devil starts to plan his strategy to destroy a beautiful young life with the murder of this young person by their lover outside of marriage. 
Then sadly, like so much of society today, the family blames everyone else but their young adult for choosing a life of alcohol and sex outside of a godly marriage. But money isn't going to bring that young person back. And sadly for this young person, the Bible is very clear about what happens in this next life for people that choose a life of sexual perversion and sexual activity outside of marriage. What is the lesson for all of us today? To reject Satan. When we are tempted, or even after we mess up and give in to sin, we need to repent and run away from that temptation, not continue to live in sin day after day after day. Let's read James 4, 7 in the Amplified. So submit to the authority of God, resist the devil, stand firm against him, and he will flee from you. My friends, number one is to submit to God. We live in these last times where the majority of people choose not to submit to God by receiving his son Jesus as their Lord and Savior. But if we do submit to God, then we still have to resist the devil to stand firm against him. Resist the temptations of alcohol and drugs. Resist the temptation to get lured to bed by a beautiful or handsome person that the devil puts in your path. Stay away from places that the devil does his best work, like the bars full of debauchery. If we dance with the devil, we are going to get burnt. What if this family, instead of suing whoever they could blame for this sad death, what if they instead went to tell people, especially young adults, stay away from drugs and alcohol, stay out of the bars, keep sex pure between a godly marriage between a man and a woman. Think about how many people they could help. But sadly, most of society wants to find someone to blame. Why did this happen? Well, it wasn't my fault or our fault. It was so-and-so's fault. If we live by the Bible, we won't be playing the blame game. We'll take personal responsibility and do our best to live each and every day for God. Let's pray. Father, we're so thankful for your word. Thank you for helping us to say no to sin and no to the devil's plans, not to be deceived by this perverted society we live in where they tell us right is wrong and wrong is right, and they try to tell us to drink and have fun and party on and sleep with whoever you want to. Father, no, we refuse to walk in this perversion of our society today. We choose to live clean, Father, as you called us to live. Thank you for your mercy when we mess up, Father. We love you and praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, folks, you can contact us at CelebrateJesusMinistry at gmail.com or by phone at 812-449-8147. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.